We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Necromantic Empire. The Necromantic Empire is an RPG podcast where we get to view what it's like to be an NPC as they work for the evil boss trying to take over the world. And join us as we follow these spell components through their daily work regimen. The Necromantic Empire is available on Spotify, Apple, Audible, and more. You can find the Necromantic Empire on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Reddit. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash time of your half-life. We appreciate you. Hail to the king, baby. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour... You're going to see some serious shit. Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doo out of your assholes. <laughs> i got to be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moon. <laughs> Hey there fellow nerds and nerdwills, I'm AJ and welcome back to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. With a cast that includes a failed crocoborn sorcerer turned children's party entertainer, a dirty old human priest on the brink of the afterlife, a half-orc fighter with the IQ of a pinecone, a sassy blue tiefling surrounded by bees, and a retired no-marcher with PTSD. So, if you like your plot lines thin and crispy and your language to be saltier than a sailor's beard, welcome on board. So, without further ado, pull your chair closer to the fire and come join... Chris, Raggy, Matt, and myself for this week's episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast. Please enjoy. Listener discretion is advised. May contain nuts. Picking up where we left off, our intrepid adventurers had found themselves exploring a ghostly galleon, trying to track down the life partner of Larabelle Lachois, a ghost who had told them that she knew the whereabouts of the Emmental that they were seeking. But first, they must find her betrothed, Samuel, who was somewhere on the fifth floor. Having wandered around with an enchanted tongue that Larabelle had given them, they proceeded to slam the tongue into various skeletons, to mixed effect. Having uh, got burnt through a couple of the undead, they discovered the room that Samuel was occupying at the time of the fateful crash that killed the occupants of this galleon. And having jimmied the lock and entering into Samuel's boudoir, they have found on the bed not one, but two skeletons locked in an embrace. Now I'm going to retcon what I said Hanash, you recognise the way that the two bodies are joined. You and Stitch Willowtip once went to a live sex show in Nutbush, and uh, you're pretty sure that what they're doing is called the Fisherman's Friend. Because it's really great for your breath. 
<laughs> Low hanging fruit, listeners. Low hanging fruit. I was going to say it's full of semen. <laughs> Even better. Even better. Even better. How many bodies are here? Uh, got two. Two. Just two. <laughs> Matt, you can have um, bardic inspiration. There you go. Uh, Thanks. I'm, I'm giving you inspiration nice. for uh, <laughs> that. That's that's just a thing of beauty. Um, yeah, as you as you see the two skeletal lovers locked in coital bliss on the bed covered in cobwebs, your shoulders sagging as you hear toad flaps like naughty boy. <laughs> Do we put the tongue in what looks like the female first, or the tongue which looks like the male first? Wow, what a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Is AJ's camera delayed for anyone else? Or... Oh, sorry, maybe. He's delayed in all sorts of ways, and I don't even mean that as a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, apologies, it could well be my domestic internet connection. It looks like a retrospective after you've died. <laughs> You're like oh laughing in slow motion, like. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just expecting it to fade to black. <laughs> fade to black, and then there's and then there's the the from to 2023. A fisherman's friend to all underneath it. A fisherman's friend to all. <laughs> wow. Wow. A friend to all fishermen. Uh, Hanash, to answer your question, it depends. Make me a medicine check. Oof, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be able to do this very well, but we'll give it a go. Eight. Eight. I mean, clearly neither of the individuals were wearing clothes, and looking at them, it's hard to gauge uh, as all the skin has worn away and you're just down to one skeleton grinding off another skeleton I mean your your understanding of skeletal anatomy isn't isn't strong enough for you to be able to discern who's who are the heads pressed against each other no 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 not the not the not the hips we're not doing that we, are, the, are the heads pressed against each other am I going to be able to put the tongue in one mouth without having to move what the other mouth the heads are one one um one of them's doing the equivalent of like a handstand <laughs> and the other one is kind of just sliding in. So uh, one of them looks a little bit like a trout that's been speared, um, hence the uh, <laughs> fisherman's friend. That's why it's called that. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I didn't. I... AJ, did you did you bring a map to today's episode? You can't. You can never <laughs> see my notebook. 4K. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of them is like a. I hate that I have to ask this, but I'm going to need a more thorough description of the position that they're in. <laughs> oh dear God! What like that? It just shows you the structural integrity of the sexual position, the fisherman's friend. That even hundreds of years later, after the bodies have decayed, they're still locked in place. Uh, one of them looks a bit like uh, in the throes of passion. They were probably like a flailing salmon caught fresh from the river. And the other individual was very much like the fisherman spearing them, locking them into place from above. 
one of the skeletons has got both legs out either side and um, yeah they're both they're both kind of locked in place Hanash you walk over and just poke them as the structure of the two skeletons creaks backwards and forwards okay well I'm gonna I want to put the tongue in the one that's doing the headstand because I think that's a lady and I'd like to get some information <laughs> I'm gonna guess that's a lady I'd like to get some information first <laughs> what is uh, past AJ's video doing? <laughs> I'm just saying, like. <laughs> that was ages ago! That's where I was spearing the salmon! Where did you see that now? That was me doing oh, hand. Just silent. It, literally just <laughs> it literally just came through. It literally just came through. Yeah, sure. Okay, so as you go down to the individual who's head down in this uh, coital embrace, you try, you have to prise the jaw open as you slide in the flapping tongue as you just hear a voice just going, uh, uh, Hello, this is embarrassing. Uh, don't worry about it. G'day. Uh, every room is like this. Oh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot state how embarrassing this is. And what's your name, darling? Gretchen. <laughs> Gretchen, Gretchen. Gretchen. I mean, I feel like we're probably... Let's get to first name now. I am literally being uh, canoodled. <laughs> yeah, Gretchen. Gretchen McToot. <laughs> nice to meet you, Gretchen. I know what this looks like. As you just see um, the face drifting through the wall of a very beautiful looking ethereal elf just looking really sheepish I mean don't be shy now we can see your metacarpals <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make a big thing out of it but how can I help you this guy that is uh, I don't know how best to say it this guy that is spearing <laughs> you uh, is, that, is that Samuel <laughs> maybe hmm I'm going to take that as a yes. I think that is Samuel. All right. Yes. Okay. It's no problem. We, you know, he was supposed to get married. We, he was supposed to get married. I mean, he wasn't getting married to us. So, I mean, frankly, I don't care. I, I mean... Uh, uh, the next police. All right. Yeah, look, don't don't tell Lara Bell, all right? Why? I, I, may, be, I may be one of the uh, bridesmaids. Impressive. Okay. I'm going to need as short an answer as possible to the question I'm about to ask. I've got all the time in the world. I'm dead. Cool. Cool. Were you guys just fucking? Or were you, like, in love or something? (laughs) Make me a charisma check. Because you're not giving a lot here. I mean, you've just walked in on two ancient lovers embraced in a skeletal fuck. And, you know, you're asking some some hot potato questions. That is a natural 19 for a 22. Uh, I've been waiting to get this off my chest. We always wanted to. We always had a tension between us. And we just thought, we best just get it out of the way. (sighs) Okay. You know, sometimes you just want to release. Seems like maybe maybe, maybe not the best time for it, I guess. Maybe you could have done this before. One of your friends was getting married. I don't know. It just are just you here to judge me? Spe- I'm no, not really. I, you, you just see the elf like shrugging the ghost. She's like, oh, seriously, really? We want to do this now. 
You you want to morally judge me? Not really. No, I'm not offering. What are you offering? What? Wait, what? Wait, what's happening right now? We I think we might have got a bit of a delay from you there, AJ. She's like, I'm confused. Is this transactional or romantic? What do you want? Okay, first off, not every conversation is the start of a romantic relationship. That's not what's happening right now. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to judge you. We shoved a tongue in your mouth so that we could get some answers. There's, you know, there's no love lost here, but... When four becomes five... <laughs> As you just see the ghost put its hand over its eyes, its head sag. Oh, God. I'd really love AJ to do something about his internet connection. <laughs> this is really fucking with my head. As um, as the ghost is like, I've only got one thing. Could you? Could you maybe move my body before she finds out? Could you hide me? Well, yeah, I mean, we were only asked to find Samuel, so we could just we could just chuck your body out the window or something if you want, and <laughs> and we could bring her in here or bring or take him to her. I really don't care. All right, that's very nice of you. Just <sighs> oh, all right, this is a compromising situation. You guys are seeing what I'm seeing, right? This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> That was ages ago. When did you when did you do the hand job thing? <laughs> yeah, you were hand jobbing into your mouth as you were saying, like, I'm in a bit of a compromising situation, and I was like, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Uh, I did it earlier when, when you were talking about the delay. Yeah, and she's like, look, just oh, That was like half an geez. hour ago. Oh, I hate this. All I ask is just move my body, alright? If you could do it, it would be it would, Okay, well it would mean the world to me. Would you? Could you? Yeah, we'll move you, buddy. I'm clean. You won't catch anything off my pelvis. Don't worry. We'll make it look like you were refusing his advances. Oh, would you? You're a darling. The ghost looks over at you, Belsia, as the uh, you see the, the tongue flapping in the uh, mouth of the, the elf skeleton as she's like, I tell you what, if you look over in a drawer over there, there's 50 silver pieces. They're yours. You don't know why my accent's Ooh, gone West Country. Thanks. She's like, they're yours. Thank you. Take them. Thanks. I'll take those. Just hide my body. Give me dignity. Fucking dead people. Literally, fucking dead people. Fifty gold pieces. Mm. I, I said silver pieces, not gold pieces. I heard you. So fifty silver pieces. Is there a window in this room? Uh, make me an investigation. No, I'm not even going to say. For the for the sake of narrative, yes. There's one of those kind of like... <laughs> you can see if there's a window. Yeah. <laughs> How thick are you? Uh, yeah. There's one of those kind of like circular um, boat window port style holes. things. What they call portholes. There's a porthole. Portholes. Circular boat window. <laughs> Shut up. There's a circular boat window. I've got an um, infinite power of imagination. I just can't think what the small circular windows on boats are. The porthole. You see a porthole in the window. A circular boat window. <laughs> circular boat windows. Uh, yeah, you see a porthole. Cool. I mean, I was going to chuck this body out the window. But it seems like it'd be more trouble than it's worth at this point. Maybe we should just maybe we should just move it. Can we pose it in a way that she's she's looking strident and principled, and then pose Samuel in a way that he's like, "Hey, a little bit of hanky panky for the marriage." Make make like a, a tableau that that sets Samuel as the villain. I mean, I'd kind of rather not. I think Samuel already is the villain, is he not? 
I, I'm kind of tired of Larabelle. I'd like to just move Gretchen's skeleton into a different room Fine. and put her in the bath. Put her in the bath with Diego. He's, he was much hotter. He was much hotter. <laughs> Diego had a whole fucking backstory that you just just wafted over. I mean, I spent a long time when I was, you know, coming up with you this. You really shouldn't. You, just, you left Diego Yothlo. He was a great character. Uh, right, make me a uh, athletics check. You, anyone can make it with advantage, or two of you can roll oh, as you detach Gretchen. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give Hanash the help action. Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, I'm no good. I've got little crocodile arms. So yeah, uh, with a with a twist and a pop, you disconnect the uh, fisherman's friend. As uh, Hanash, you just scoop up the skeletal elf in your arms. I just kind of crush it into like a thousand pieces between like my chest and my arms. Cool. As you crush it into kindling, I presume you took the tongue out first? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought we'd taken that out before we picked it up. Okay. So you took the tongue out, put it back in the jar. Uh, as the tongue bucks and weaves and grapples, you manage to get it back in the jar and the gelatinous clear fluid. As Hanash, you pick it up, almost in a beautiful embrace at first, as you crush the skeleton to your chest, you just see a look of horror on the elf's face as you just leave the broken bones of Gretchen on the floor as <laughs> the elf just slowly fades back through the wall. I mean, we'll we'll move the bones as well. We'll move the bones to a different room. I really can't be bothered with lying to La- Larabelle about this. Okay, I, I throw them out of the room. <laughs> yeah. We could just put them through the porthole, to be fair. Or, sorry, the circular boat window. We could just do that. <laughs> as you just fist the bones through the circular boat window, you just see them flailing out into the seas below. As you look back and all you see is the squatting skeleton of... You can only assume is Samuel on the bed. I'm going to go put the tongue in Samuel's mouth, and uh, and when when he wakes up, I'm going to say, "You've been very naughty, and your wife is coming." Also, your tit. As you slot the tongue into Samuel's mouth, you just hear him go, "Right, hello, hello, how do?" You've been a very naughty boy. Yeah, we're going to go get your wife. She wants to know where you are. Larabelle's been talking our fucking ears off about you and how great you are. Oh. And now we find you here giving Gretchen the old fisherman's friend. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. You fucking, know how just, it is. Shut the fuck up, Samuel. Shut the fuck up. Okay. No one cares. Right you are. This okay. isn't what you do before you get married. You go, you go, you go, fucking one of your, one of your fiance's friends, you piece of shit. I need you to know I'm feeling very judged right now. <laughs> you should. Sometimes people do things that make them bad people, and sometimes that means that we should judge them. Yeah, it looked like you were having fun, but not with your wife. So, if you want to do shit like that, don't get married. I wasn't married yet. It's not cheating until you're married. <laughs> interesting. Anyway, interesting. I, I'm interesting. not. I'm not here to. Could you, could you take me down and see her? She's probably waiting, uh, in one of the function rooms. We're supposed to be getting married. If you could take me down to her, I'd be much obliged. Can you not get up and take yourself down there? Uh, you see the skeleton buck as the. 
tongue just wiggles and grasps as it just slides out the front and flops onto the bed. All right, I'll grab the tongue. I'll grab the body. God, the amount of times that we've had to say that <laughs> in, all our, in, in all our time together. You see Samuel's ghost. He's actually quite an attractive-looking tiefling. Uh, you see him drift out of the wall, and he's wearing a... Um, He's now he's had time to get dressed in the 100 odd years. He's wearing a white suit with a bow tie and he's all dressed up to the nines. He's um, you can see he's been polishing his horns. <laughs> he's definitely buffed his horns. Does his does his white suit look really clean compared to Larabelle's dress? Um yes. Yeah, his his white suit, you can tell he hasn't worn it, whereas Larabelle's been wearing her suit for thousands of hundreds of years. He's just kept it in the cupboard whilst he was banging the bridesmaid, Gretchen. He went back to the men's tailoring section of the of the ship and put, hung this suit up <laughs> and put on a different one for a while. Cool. Yeah, Honash, if you wouldn't mind if you wouldn't mind carrying the body, we'll we'll go see Larabelle. As you look over, you see his skeleton is just squatting. Uh, he's got his legs splayed on the bed, as he's he's still on the bed. His body. Oh no! Hang on, you've picked him up, haven't you? As as you scoop him up, just uh, twisting his limbs back into place until you just sling him over your shoulder in a fireman's lift. Mm-hmm. And make it towards the elevator, I guess. As as you as you pick him up, I half-heartedly say, "Just watch the skull. Mm-hmm. Just maybe make sure it doesn't fall off or something." As uh, you carry him into the elevator, pressing the uh, pulling the slide door across, Belsia, once again you're presented with uh, the crank handle and the button in the elevator. Which way did we go last time? <laughs> Are we going? We're going down, right? We're going down. Yeah, let's go down, much like a certain groom did. Can I can I just ask at this point how how long does Hanash stay in swollen form for? I'm going to guess an hour. I want to say it's an hour. I can check it though. Don't ask that question because it means it only means the end of Giant Hanash. <laughs> <laughs> if you never ask when it ends, it never will end. <gasps> it's like Christmas or believing in Santa Claus yeah. or the the time in between Christmas and New Year where all you eat is cheese and crackers. If you never ask, yeah. it never has to end. Yeah. Ah, I don't want to say how long it lasts. Ten minutes. One minute. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Hanash, as everyone looks over, for whatever magical reasons, the concentration of the spell is broken. As Hanash, inside the lift, you just go, like, all, like, limp and flaccid as you just go... I'm melting! As you shrink back down, the skeleton now just, you know much bigger on you, basically. I put an arm around Hanash and I say, Buddy, the spell only lasted one minute. Everything else, you found that within yourself. <sighs> I'll get there again one day. Yeah. You can be as you can be as big and disgusting as you like. All it takes is the feeling in your in your heart. Thank you for begreening in me. <laughs> And all of this is happening in the one minute it takes for the lift to go from the fifth floor to the first floor as uh, the the doors go and and open as uh, you all come out of the lift 
holding the skeleton as you see off to one side there is a door with a weather-worn beaten sandwich board that says we are happy to announce the wedding of Samuel and Larabel, except it's slightly rotten and moth-eaten around the edges of it. Is that the room that we were in before, where Larabel said she'd meet us? Uh, yeah, it's the room where Larabel said she would come meet you, yeah. Okay, I'll lead everyone in there. As you open the door, there's a beautiful stench of decay in there as you see rows upon rows of seats, just bodies in suits, now turned to skeletons as moth-eaten Sunday best is just collapsed, uh, one half with the bride's side and one half with the groom's side of the deceased. As you see that at the point of tragedy on this boat, a couple were almost married. As you walk down the aisle holding the body, the skeleton of Samuel over one shoulder, you see at the far end the collapsed body of the skeleton of a woman in a slightly deteriorated white dress as you hear a howl coming from one side as you look over you see the ghost of Larabelle and she's like you did it you crazy bastards you did it what's up girl now where's the fromage (laughs) (laughs) I'll move a chair over next to where Larabelle's body is and I'll gesture to Hanash to put the body down there lovely as you dump them both on chairs. Tati, you have to kick someone off the front row. There's just a skeleton in a bridesmaid's dress that you just slide off a chair as it like just crumbles and crushes onto the floor. You put the naked body, it's not even wearing clothes, a skeleton of um, Samuel on a chair opposite Larabelle. As you just hear Larabelle going, my Samuel, as the ghost of uh, Samuel's like, all right, been a while, how you doing? <laughs> Now you can see he's he's very nervous as he's like, it's a big day. You ready? As she says, I'm ready to get married. She looks over at you. She's like, I tell you what, you help us get married, I'll give you the Emmental. I'll turn to Aristobulus and and be like, will you just do this? Will you just, will you just yeah. <sighs> <laughs> You're trying to get AJ to split his mind three ways. As... Aristobulus is like, yeah, all right. Uh, I don't think it's appropriate. As he points down at the divining rod, as he's like, just give me a minute, all right? As he takes himself off to the corner, you just, he's facing where you're not sure what he's doing. You just see him like punching repeatedly. As he. I think we can imagine what he's doing. (laughs) As he comes back, he's like, all right, yeah, okay. As uh, he just dusts off his robe of stars, just cleans some filth out from underneath his fingernail. Yeah, as you see, Aristobulus tries to clean himself up as best he does. He scrapes off some of the stains on the front of his robes of stars, just scrapes some filth from underneath his fingernail, scratches at a dried white flaky stain on the hem of his garment as he's like, all right, gather around. I've never I've never done this before. As he adjusts himself and goes, Dearly beloved... We are gathered here today in the presence of the Almighty to witness the marriage of Larabelle and Samuel. For whomever the Almighty brings together, none shall sunder. 
This is a special occasion where... I'm going yeah, to give, give Aristobulus the... Come on, let's... He shrugs the quick you. Version. It's a fucking wedding. It's a wedding. Do the quick version. Just just fucking knock it out. He looks at your nods as Larabelle's looking round, cross at you. Samuel's still looking really sheepish as his skeleton is naked. Aristobulus is like, does anyone here have any reason why these two cannot be married? Nope, no one. No, <laughs> no, not, not, nothing comes to mind. You just see the jaw fall off one of the bridesmaids in the front row as it just tumbles <laughs> onto her feet. As Aristobulus is like, I will take your silence as confirmation. Right, you, do you take you? He points over at Larabelle. It's like, do you, Larabelle, take you, Samuel, to be your your life thing? And she's like, I surely do. I've waited a lifetime. And she's like, and do you, Samuel, take Larabelle to be your all-time lover? As he's like, all right, yeah, I guess so. Sure. As he's like, then I pronounce you man and wife. By the power invested me in the pantheon of deities of the All-Father, I announce you, husband and wife, you Woo! may kiss a bride as you just see two spectral faces just melt into each other. They kind of like kiss. They just hold that kiss for quite a long time. <coughs> All right. Sarah Norgan, and I don't mean Aristotle's defining word. You can do Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> as Larabelle drifts out of the embrace she's like you've done me a good turn I've waited a hundred years for my man well you know one good deed needs another so um show us the show us the Emmental or in fact you could go and get it for us if you fancy it I mean we did do two things for you instead of one so you could just go and get it for us hmm come with me as she holds your tiny hand you feel her cold embrace as she takes you over to the table with all the presents on she's like is in here somewhere one of these oh, no, cool. really excited smile on his face like, I love princess <laughs> <laughs> oh I wonder where they registered they registered in Port Damali <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hanash, you just walk up, you just start, you just start ripping packing paper off things, just undoing bows. You like, you see a cut crystal set of like a decanter as you just toss it to one side and it shatters on the floor. You open another one, there's just the traditional fondue set that everyone gets on their wedding as uh, you just turf it to one side. As finally, you open something up that's just buried in layers of crepe paper as you just gently unfold it and you see there the last Emmental. Seems like Belsia found the organ. <laughs> just leaning on it. <laughs> As you just spin around, you just see Belsia on the. <laughs> down, down, down. Down, down, down. Is Samuel with us as well? Uh, yeah, Samuel, Samuel. The ghost of Samuel is standing behind you. Uh, just he's, Samuel's got one awkward hand on the shoulder of Larabelle as he's just nodding and smiling at you in a really awkward way cool I'll take the Emmental and put it in my backpack I'll just look around at, at uh, Hanash and Belsiar and Toadflaps and Aristobulus 
I'll just be like, I guess we're. I guess we should just go. We we don't want to. We don't want to interrupt your party for any longer. I, I guess see you guys later. Why don't you help yourself to canopies? As she just <laughs> points at the end of the hall, as there's just a withered and rotten, like tray of food. I couldn't possibly. I've already, I've filled up. I've 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 filled up too much on the on the uh, on the pre-wedding food. Have a nice afterlife together. Uh, I hope it treats you well. Also, you should definitely ask Samuel what happened with Gretchen. Um, and then I just walk out. Just be like, right, see you later. You say what now? No. No. You see the temperature in the room drop as she spins around and looks daggers at Samuel as he's like, oh, shit. As uh, you run out of the room, as you run down the aisle, you can feel like ethereal lightning crackling behind you as Larabelle gets ready to 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 have words with her betrothed. As you're running down, you see Toadflaps literally just runs an arm all the way along the rotten canapes, just pushing them into a satchel. And she's like, "Don't mind if I do." Nice little bit of. Uh, Hors d'oeuvre. As she's just pushing some sort of rotten mushroom voulevant into her mouth. We gotta get you some actual food at some point. You can't just, you can't just be eating rotten shit. That's like you'll die. I'm a goblin. We got a different constitution. Anyways, we best get out of here. Things are getting a little bit frosty. I, uh, I, fa- I fast travel to the monastery. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I found that so fucking funny. That was good. I got that one. You give us some loading screen tips. Yeah, yeah. Give us some loading screen music. <laughs> da, 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 da. As you make your way out, slamming the doors behind you, you can just hear the booming voice of Larabelle as she's like, "You dirty son of a bitch!" Really? As you look down, you still got the tongue in a jar. Yeah, you can keep that. We will write you some rules for it. It's basically a, a speak with dead tongue. Uh, make a note of that. As you make your way back out of the rotten carcass of the ship, managing, we'll just say for the sake of narrative, to traverse the rotten stairwell that took you up onto this layer, you manage to make your way back down into the kitchen galley full of rotten food and rusted kitchenware as you poke your head out of the side of the hole in the hull you see the lady luck barge floating as you see um barbara has just been standing on the helm just watching longingly to see where you come back tatty as barbara's eyes perk up as she sees your head poke out from the edge of the hms lugubria I'll turn to Hanash and Belsiar and, and point at Barbara and be like, uh, look at hey, look at her, look how cute she is. She thinks she's piloting the ship. Oh she looks tasty. And then we head for we head for the lady look. I swear to God, Hanash. I swear to I swear to all the gods I don't believe in. I'll I'll take you down. I'll take you down. And that is where we are gonna leave this week's episode. You've managed to reunite all four of the Emmentals. You're in the end game now. We're in the end game now. You have to work out how to get all them together in to make the fifth Emmental. We're coming into land, listeners. We could be coming into the final approach of this campaign. The four Emmentals have been reunited. I think we have a we have a campaign arc name now. I'd like to propose 
many funerals and a wedding. <laughs> wow. very good. Very, very good. That's oh, phenomenal. That's amazing. Uh, also, I just want to flag for you, AJ. I meant to do it earlier, just after the intro. Yes. You. So, what is Petunia, the 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 abbess of that monastery? Yes. What is her surname? Because I'm sure before you've called her Petunia Perineus, and in the yes, intro right. you called you called her something completely fucking different. So I just wanted to flag oh, it in no. case you wanted to redo your intro at some point. Yeah, maybe I'll have to redo my... No, she is indeed Petunia Perineus. You're quite right. Uh, knowing AJ in true AJ fashion, he's probably accidentally improvised something because uh, he's just that kind of guy. Uh, you are quite right. You're going to need to track her down. You're going to you're going to have to work out what's next for those four Emmentals. But this is exciting because listeners, Sister Perineus, Petunia Perineus, said that she, if they could sort out the fifth Emmental for her, she would reunite them with their long lost friend Theolian. And you got to be an OG yes. listener to remember who the fuck Theolian is. So this could bring the beginning and the end of this hundred and something episode campaign back round together. So stay tuned, listeners, because the best is yet to come. It was kind of exciting. What? I enjoyed that episode. We can't promise that. That's crazy. I'm kind of imagining that we're going to have like an Indiana Jones where like the Emmettals together like become really hot and something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Sister Perineus going, you have chosen poorly. <laughs> Kalima! You just crumble into dust. Kalima. Cover your heart! <laughs> Amazing. And all the Nazis melt when the four Emmentals are joined back together. Yay! Before we let you go, we just want to say a massive thank you for tuning in for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fucking nuggetry. Now, seeing as you've made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again? Better yet, if you're feeling all kinds of fruity, why not consider giving us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you are on? We really do appreciate all of your reviews, listeners, and they go a hell of a long way towards encouraging us to keep making this show. Now then, if you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this show, including the random wedding vows that I literally cobbled together, you can find us on the Dread X, formerly known as Twitter, where you can find us at Adventurers A-N-O number one. Or you could come and chat to Mr. Chris Neal over on Instagram, as people have been doing this week. Uh, come track us down on there. Or you can even find us on Facebook, I believe. But, uh, yeah, come chat to us about anything you fancy. Right, that just leaves us time to say a massive goodbye from the slightly shrunken Hanash, Mr. Chris Rag. It's a deflated goodbye from me. <laughs> so sad. Just the tiniest violin playing. It's a massive goodbye from the man of marital morals, Mr. Chris Neal. Woo! Fuck what I want. 69, 69, 69. That's definitely not the advice that you gave to Samuel. Mm. I mean, I'm not married or engaged to be married, so I can do what I want. There you go. And it's a massive goodbye from the fisherman's friend himself, Mr. Matt Durant. Uh, uh, I'll feed the same pet. 
<laughs> last part of that was so defeated. Goodbye, Newcastle. Wow. Have I offended another group? Yeah. Germans and Geordies. Very much Germans and Geordies, yeah, I was going to say. It's the, it's the working title for the next version of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Germans and Geordies. Wow. wow. Dungeons and Geordies. Uh, right, with any luck, listeners, we'll see you back here for another episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast next week. But in the meantime, remember... What are you going to say, Mr. Neil? You don't have to stay here, but you can't go home. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Go on. Get out. Get the fuck out. Go on. I told you to get. I told you to get. (laughs) Phenomenal. There we go. That'll keep the bastards for another week.